What's up, people? Thank you all for listening to New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Shamari Stewart. I am taking over uh, for EJ this week. Uh, he's got stuff he's got to do, you know, since he's uh, uh, he's got a very busy schedule. Um, so he won't be able to make it to, uh, to Hero Talk this week. But um, you got me holding it down uh, uh, in the meantime. And, of course, I have Kendall, who is on uh, every week for Hero Talk as well. Uh, so, Kendall, uh, what do we got going on this week? Yeah, what's up, Shamari? Sounds uh, it's going to have a very imperial broadcast feel this week mm-hmm. um, for all of those people that listen to our Star Wars podcast here on the uh, New Generation Hero uh New Generation Podcast Network. Um, but yeah, a lot of uh, interesting uh, nuggets that we have this week. Uh, the first thing I want to mention, though, before we get to our, our rundown, is that uh, Black Panther was nominated for an Academy Award, nominated for seven Academy Awards, uh, which isn't that crazy, given, you know, we've had plenty of superhero movies that have been nominated for Academy Awards and uh, in the last 10 years uh, it's happened you know Star Wars was nominated for uh, plenty of Academy Awards um, uh, Solo was nominated for an Academy Award but typically it's for uh, some sort of visual effects uh, you'll have your super rare um, Heath Ledger you know best supporting ca- best supporting actor uh, nomination but Never has a superhero film been uh, nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards, and that is what happened uh, this week with uh, Black Panther being nominated for Best Picture, uh, along with six other categories. Uh, This is obviously groundbreaking for the industry, uh, and something that people were skeptical whether or not it was going to happen, but uh, it it has. and this could end up being a game changer, right? What's your take on this? Yeah, I mean that's huge news. You know, that's a huge, um, kind of groundbreaking <laughs> um, uh, thing to happen for Black Panther to be nominated for um, Best Picture. Um, I honestly feel like it deserves it. I feel like it really, really deserves it. It's such a beautiful movie, so well made. The actors you know, and actresses. They did such a spectacular job. Everything. The effects, the action, the story, the emotional intensity. Um, I mean, Black Panther and uh, Into the Spider-Verse are probably the highlights of 2018 for me in terms of movies. So, I I was blown away by that movie. It deserves... To win all of those, whatever it was nominated for. Well, okay, I have to, <laughs> I have to, I have to see the other people. But still, like, that's such a spectacular movie. So, um, you know, as much as you know, we've said on this podcast that other, uh, you know, Logan and this one and that one should have been nominated. This one really, really deserved it. You know, because this movie is so great. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, I. Like it's surprising, but it's not surprising because it's so, it's such an amazing movie. So I think this is wonderful news. Yeah, uh, I mean the impact it's gonna have in Hollywood, uh, I think will be felt. 
you know, one, obviously the cast, you know, being predominantly African-American plays a huge mm-hmm. deal. It's going to play a huge impact. going to have a huge impact in Hollywood. Um, but also in terms of, we talk about the superhero medium and I, you know, don't be surprised. We see more actors, big name actors, guys who are maybe more looked at as, you know, in the Oscar stage of their career, um, take on superhero roles. Uh, don't be surprised if Marvel Studios has a better and easier time recruiting big-name actors to certain roles. Um, this is going to be, I mean, again, this is going to be a game-changer. Uh, I mean, I don't know if we'll ever see another Black Panther just because the quality of the cast was so high uh, for a movie that, you know, it's not like, it wasn't like it was some Avengers event type of movie where they brought together, you know, main characters. Like, I mean, that's a little different, you know, when you bring, like, Infinity War is something we'll, we may see again in, in a different capacity where we have, like, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight different main characters in one movie. But to have all these, you know, A-list and B-list actors playing, you know, even, like, minor roles in this type of a movie is something you won't really see again. So it's going to be hard to replicate what happened in Black Panther, but um, this will also then also play, uh, I think we'll also, it'll also increase the hype that we're going to have for Black Panther 2, which is already going to be through the roof. But now you say it's an Academy Award nominated movie, uh, Best Picture nominated movie. Um, it's going to take it to a whole other level. So this is, this is obviously great news for Marvel, great news uh, for Ryan Coogler, great news for Chadwick Boseman, Michael B. Jordan, everybody that worked on that movie. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful news. Um, so we're starting off the show on a high note there, <laughs> with yeah. uh, uh, with with that news. So, um, you know, hopefully we'll keep tabs on that. Hopefully Black Panther wins Best Picture. That'll be um, amazing. Um, uh, of course, we will talk about it on this podcast <laughs> um, if and when it does win Best Picture. Um, but we've got some some. Some interesting stories for you guys this week. Some, some more just us speculating on things. Some uh, uh, rumors. So we have a good mix of things uh, to talk about on Hero Talk. Um, the first thing uh, uh, that you know I thought we could talk about is we got some news on in regards to the Batman movie, and with regards to other movies and that take place in with involving Batman characters as well. Um, so the Batman movie has you know has had has had its. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's had, it's, uh, it's had a rough time (laughs) to say the least, uh, even though, you know, it hasn't even really started yet, but just in getting the, getting it off the ground, it's had a rough time. So the Batman movie that we just kind of been calling it the Batman is now untitled. So it doesn't have a title yet. Um, which I don't think is a bad thing. I don't think that that is, uh, you know, I, I think it's a good thing personally. Um, when since we were calling it the Batman, I was like, it's just gonna be called the Batman. Like, I don't know. I, that's not a title that I I think I think would get people out to see it necessarily. Um, you know, not that I, I not that I think it's a bad title, but it's just not. It's not, you know, something that's like oh, you know, <laughs> it's like oh, okay, good Batman, okay. Um, so it's now untitled, so they could, you know, that to me I see that as a sign that they're completely starting from scratch. That's that's what that says to me, which is good to me. So, um, uh, 
so that's how I feel about that bit of news. How, Kenna, how do you feel about the Batman now being untitled? Yeah, yeah, I mean, as far as we know, you know, there was some sort of script or production sheet that uh, said Untitled Batman Project for, I mean, obviously we've thought for a while just, we've called it the Batman, but I don't think DC's ever come out and officially said it was the Batman. I don't think Matt Reeves ever come out and said I'm doing the Batman. Uh-huh. Um, it's just been kind of a Batman movie, and we've kind of, you know, through the grapevine and through reports and leaks and sourcing, have you know we assumed that it was going to be called the Batman. Um, uh-huh. Honestly, you know, titles aren't that important. I mean, Spider-Man: Homecoming. When, you know, when I first heard the title, I was like, "This sounds stupid," but you know, it, it had no real bearing on the movie. Uh, the only thing I can get from a title typically is what the movie is going to be about, but. If it's called the Batman, that tells me nothing. Uh, that that does tell me that there's a chance that the new title uh, or the actual title will, may tell something about the movie. You know what that is. I don't know. It could be Batman. I don't know. Maybe it's Batman Hush, and then you know we know exactly what that's about. Maybe it's Batman uh, and the versus the court or something. <laughs> we know, we know <laughs> wow. Okay. You know, on the news, but you know. It, that would seem that that would be the only reason why I would say you would change the title from the Batman, unless they really just didn't like the Batman. Um, the only thing I never liked about the Batman name to begin with was we already had a property called the Batman that you know mm. had a decent run on television, a pretty long run on television. So uh, it would have been a little awkward to have something else then called the Batman. But yeah, I mean there are. It's not it's not the end of the world. I do agree that this could signal some sort of shift in the production, some sort of, you know, it was, they had planned for the movie initially and those have changed. We've already heard a lot of things behind the scenes about, like, you know, oh, well, the Deathstroke was supposed to be the villain and, you know, it was supposed to be some sort of Arkham Asylum movie with every Batman villain. To now it's, you know, the Penguin's uh, the villain or he's one of the villains with female lead villain is what they're saying and so i don't know there's there's been a lot of different rumors that we've heard uh and you know a lot of that stuff from when it was initially called the batman you know i'm pretty sure ben affleck was the we was was batman when we when we found out the movie was called the batman yeah (laughs) Uh, i mean obviously that's throwing the water that's the biggest difference that we're gonna have from this movie from then to now so um like yeah, I, I agree. I think this is going to be a very different movies from when this movie was announced, which would make sense why they would want to change the title. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, um, uh, honestly, at this point, I'm I'm more concerned with seeing Batman in Titans and in Gotham. <laughs> I want to see yeah. those Batman before I see the just because, like, I feel like this movie's. I know they say it's going to come out soon. I feel like I almost feel like it's never going to happen. It has to happen, but because Batman is such a big DC character. Um, but it feels so far away. I'm just like, you know, just, you know, baby steps, you know, just uh, it'll come out when it'll come out. As long as I'm hearing good things about the production, it's not like uh, Solo's production where it's just nothing but negative t- negativity and chaos, then I'm happy. <laughs> um, or Logan, where they just go dark. Yeah, or Logan, where there's nothing. Uh, you know, so yeah. Hopefully we hear good things, and then it comes out, and then it does wonderful. 
Um, all right. So we are also hearing things about Harley Quinn um, and uh, the Birds of Prey. So yeah. apparently they're trying to um, – this is from Geeks Worldwide. Um, uh, apparently there's going to be a Harley Quinn uh, trilogy, or that's, or that's what they plan to do. Is a Harley Quinn trilogy, so to come out with Birds of Prey, and then with Gotham City Sirens and Birds of Prey versus Gotham City Sirens. So apparently that is the plan um, uh, from coming from uh, Warner Brothers. And uh, I mean, if this is their plan, I mean, I would think that um, this was recently cooked up since they had a changing of the guard, so to speak, with regards to Hamada now being now leading their they're um now leading the kind of heading leading their their uh dc films um going forward so um uh if this is to be to if this is to be believe if this is true um then it's probably going to stay true because that would mean that this is something that um isn't something that was thought of in the snyderverse this is a recent development um so, I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, I just want to see how this Birds of Prey movie comes out. Um, and see how it is. And, you know, if it's good. Um, uh, because I, I don't know how... I don't, I'm iffy on this. You know, I'm, I'm very iffy on this. I mean, the, the female characters in the Gotham... In the... In the um, within Gotham City and in the Batman lore are very cool. You know, all of them are very cool, right? And I think they are, you know, it's very cool. They're very funny. There's a lot of action, you know, and just female characters in the DC universe in general. Um, I think they're pretty, for the most part, they're pretty uh, interesting. They have good backstories. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, so, I, I mean, I think I think it could, I think it could be okay. Um, but I want to see how this movie, how this Birds of Prey works. Um, I like Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn and Suicide Squad. Um, uh, I have to see how she works in this in in this kind of you know female team <laughs> uh, kind of formula, uh, and, and and the fact that they're framing this as a Harley Quinn trilogy uh, is kind of weird to me because there's so many other characters. Um, so why is it a Harley Quinn trilogy? You know, so I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. But uh, Keno, how do you feel about this news? Yeah, I mean, it's it seems like it's extremely premature. You know, I I look this could be good or bad, um, in the sense that you could look at it glass half full and say the same thing I said when if you know if you go back to the Imperial broadcast and we found out you know officially that Brian Johnson was getting a trilogy from Star Wars before Last Jedi came out. And I was like, well, I mean, this must mean that Last Jedi is going to be amazing. Like, it's going to be an all-time great classic movie. I was wrong about that. I was <laughs> dead wrong. It was not an all-time classic great movie. Right. Uh, it was solid at the, at the at the at best in a lot of people's eyes. <laughs> but um, at, but you have to feel like maybe Warner Brothers, maybe DC, Walter Hamada, so, somebody or some people. Uh, have gotten wind on that, have gotten wind that this Birds of Prey movie is going to be seriously special and that we got to move ahead with Gotham City Sirens and then ultimately make this an entire universe. Uh, that 
honestly, that seems unlikely. I, I mean, maybe I don't. Maybe I should have more confidence in the Birds of Prey movie. Uh, but I don't. I mean, I don't think it's farther along, farther, farther, farther along enough in the production for me to think that they're that confident in that movie. Uh, like, if this was about Shazam, if this was like, oh yeah, they're making a Shazam trilogy, I'd be like, all right, maybe they really think this movie's gonna be great. I mean, it's right. coming out what like next month or whatever. But um, Birds of Prey doesn't come out for a long time. You know, I mean, I have no guarantee that this movie's gonna be good. I haven't started filming this thing. So that's where my uh that's where my hesitancy is on that. Which makes me think that this is just them putting all their eggs into the Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn basket and just hoping that this is just just taking a shot in the dark and saying, hoping this works. Uh, which I don't think is a good idea. I guess they don't they really don't have anything to lose because they don't I mean they don't have to come out with these movies even if they're planning on doing them. But I just feel like they'd be better served allocating their resources to better ideas than just just hoping that people are drawn into Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn character and that she can carry a movie by herself. Because last time we saw her in a movie, it wasn't a good movie. So why am I supposed <laughs> to assume that, oh yeah, even if Birds of Prey is solid, that then Gotham City Sirens is going to be great. And then... If that's good, look, I don't even know if I want to see Gotham City Sirens versus Birds of Prey. I don't know if that even makes sense. What? what <laughs> I don't I haven't seen either movie, and they're telling me, like, it's not like this is Godzilla versus King Kong. I mean, I don't know the dynamics. I don't know who's on the Gotham City Sirens. Yeah, which so, team, which team is Harley Quinn on? You know, yeah, exactly. is she why? on the Birds of Prey or the, the <laughs> Gotham yeah, why City is she Sirens? All three movies. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I and I don't think they know, which is part of the reason that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is part of the reason that I don't think that, um, you know, I don't think that this should be happening. Right? I mean, I completely agree. You know, I, I, I think that the these, you know, um, I, I think if this is very bare bones kind of stuff, that's kind of very, you know, nothing concrete, just having discussions. I wouldn't even put this on the on the on the, you know, kind of like how we talk about Feige's whiteboard. I wouldn't even yeah, put this yeah. on the whiteboard. You know, but but if they're just talking about this stuff, I'd be like, all right, fine. They're talking about it, whatever. You know, like, but if if it's stuff where they're like, this is what they want to do, and it's like, uh, I I don't know why. You know, I'd be like, I don't know why they want to make a um, you know, a Gotham City Sirens versus Birds of Prey, like it like it's Captain America Civil War or something like that. Like like what is like, I don't know. I mean, uh, the characters are fun. The characters in those on those teams, I guess, or in those movies, they're fun. They're fun characters, right. and they'll be good to see in movies. I don't know. I just I have to see Birds of Prey. That's step one is come out with Birds of Prey. That's that's kind of re- reminiscent of the Snyderverse kind of uh, DCEU kind of what I'm thinking of planning for all these different crazy sequels before the first one even comes out. And it's like, let's let the first one come out, you know... Especially when it's involving all these characters, like let the first one come out and then see where it goes, where you want to take it from there, and see how the fans react to the characters in the first one, and make a judgment from there. So I think that would be the uh, the best course of action with regards to uh, these characters. Um, so we got some more news regarding the DC universe. Um, so Aquaman uh, is now the highest-grossing DC movie ever made. It passed The Dark Knight Rises. Um, 
Uh, it's not as it's now made one point zero nine billion dollars, um, and so uh, James Wan is just uh, you know, you know, he came out and said that's crazy on Twitter. Um, you know, he's now the first director to have made uh, two uh, one billion dollar movies for its different studios. Or to have to have been in production for and made two one billion dollar movies uh, for different studios, um, and they started production on Aquaman two, and they're looking to bring James Wan back. Which um, I'm not completely sure how they started production if they don't have a director because they don't have him back yet, right? Nah, no, okay. he hasn't signed on to anything. Okay, but but they're looking to bring him back, and they've. They're, they've started doing something with regards to getting the ball rolling on Aquaman 2, um, which is wonderful. Dude. I mean, I guess you can you, – I mean, this is according to Deadline. I guess you could say in theory going after the – trying to find a director is, I guess, not starting production, but yeah. starting development. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was going to say, I was like, well, what are you producing? But, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. but all right, you know. Uh, but, yeah, so they're looking for a director. Basically, they're trying to get Aquaman 2 going. They want right. to come out as soon as possible. They want to lock down Juan as soon as possible, which is wise because he did a wonderful job on the first one. Uh, clearly, as we're <laughs> as we're seeing with these uh, um, uh, with these numbers, um, so uh, yeah, I mean they need to lock him down. I mean Aquaman is now a titan, just in terms, of, just numbers wise, in terms of uh, uh, bringing people out to see the movie. Um, and uh, it's it's a fun movie. It's an entertaining movie, you know. It's like like it's a good. It's it's fun. It's crazy. It's wacky. Momoa is fantastic as Aquaman. You know, I said it in my in our review. Um, you know, but I I thought Aquaman was very was really good. It was just a really really good movie. And I think a sequel could be just as good, if not better. You know, because I mean, you have uh, uh, Manta. You know he's there. You still have Ocean Master. He's not dead. Not not that he would necessarily have to be the main villain for the second one, but he could be in the movie. You know who knows what he would do. Right. He's Ocean Master. Who knows what he's gonna do? <laughs> you know. So I mean, there's there's a lot that they can do with an Aquaman too, and you know, and they have this Worlds of DC. They don't have to include anyone else, but they could if they wanted to include someone else, another DC hero or DC villain. Um, in an Aquaman too, so they could do so much with it. Um, so I think they should do an Aquaman too. I think they should bring Juan back, and um, and I, I mean, I guess it's it is surprising that uh, Aquaman would, would pass, be passing the Dark Knight, but um, I mean, hey, I mean it's a great movie, so I guess I can't be too surprised. Um, but uh, I don't know. How do you feel about this news, Kendall? Yeah, I mean, I mean it's interesting. Uh, I mean, I don't think, like, I think it's, a lot of it's also reflective of the era that we're in, where I think, right, right. like, I feel like Batman Begins comes out in 2018, probably also does a billion dollars, but, I mean, superhero movies were, were at a different scale back then. Mm. Uh, what I will say, though, is that, um, yeah, I mean, at this point, if you're a DC You'd be fools <laughs> financially not to do an Aquaman two, uh, and it would probably be wise to bring back James Wan. I I don't know if James Wan. I mean, he did an incredible job given 
the degree of difficulty doing an Aquaman movie, but and we talked about that degree of difficulty a lot on this show during the process of that movie coming out, but I, I, I'm not sure if James Wan... Like, remember the, the level of importance it was for Warner Brothers to bring back Patty Jenkins for Wonder, for Wonder Woman 2? Like, right. I don't know if it's the same for James Wan. Uh, only because I think Aquaman, while it was generally liked by most people on some level, it was not like a universal smash, you know, Grand Slam type of movie. Smash it, Grand Slam type of movie. Mm-hmm. Like, Wonder Woman was, so that for me was like, yeah, like, you gotta bring back James Wan. I mean, you gotta bring back Patty Jenkins or else. Yeah, like like know. Black Panther. Yeah, exactly. Black, like Black Panther, you gotta do it. If, you, Ryan, if anybody Ryan Coogler is doing it, you know, chances are people are gonna riot on some <laughs> level. So, I mean, good luck trying to bring good, good luck trying to do that again. <laughs> Aquaman, like, I feel like there are going to be a lot of skeptics if James Wan isn't doing it. But, I mean, if there is an avenue where you feel like you can get someone that could also tell a great story, now what you can't do is penny pinch. You can't say, well, Wan wants too big a number, so we're going to go with, you know, one of the producers and just make them the director, <laughs> like X-Men always does, you know, like with Simon Kimberg. Like you, you have to. If you're, if you're not going to bring back James Wan for whatever reason, you, I would, you know, you'd have to go after like, for example, like a James Gunn or somebody. You have to go after another huge name, right? Or somebody else that's done something. Travis Knight. Somebody else has done something recently that's big. Um, but ultimately, I think the the safest option would be to bring back James Wan. I think that's what they will do. Uh, I mean, it's amazing that that stat that he's the only director to have ever on two billion dollar movies for two separate studios i mean it it's not surprising there aren't that many billion dollar movies that are out there right uh but you would think that there would be i mean of all the you know mount rushmore directors out there you know james wan is not typically considered in that list but uh i mean he's got two what's the other one i'm trying to imagine i'm trying to think yeah i'm I'm literally looking it up right now but um did he do the conjuring yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is with that a billion dollars. Uh, I don't know if that's a billion dollars. I, I, I mean, I know it's a popular movie. Um. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know if it's. I'm not sure if that's a, a billion dollar movie. Um, I believe that's Warner Brothers. No, so. Right. Hmm. Uh, I don't know why it's I don't know why it's so hard to find, but <laughs> oh, Fury Seven probably. More than likely, it was Fury Seven because it was such a yeah. fun it was such a fun movie. I love that movie. That's my favorite Fast and Furious movie. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that did one point five billion. Yeah. So which and the fact I think that's kind of like that was kind of like the uh, the tip, like on like a yeah. on like the kind of like a mountaintop or whatever of the of the Fast and Furious hype. I think that was kind of the tip of that hype. So I think he took advantage of that. But it's also a really well-made movie. So that doesn't really surprise me. Um, but, like, I I agree. I mean, I think you're right. The safe thing to do is just get one back. <laughs> you know, uh, don't, you know, go for some other, you know, guy that's going to be like, I want to take it in a new direction. And it's like, uh, right, right. all right. I mean, 
maybe that'll work, but <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. You know? I, like, we've seen, I guess the only thing I'd say is, like, we've seen, like, it can go two ways. Like, you can do, I mean, I don't want to say, like, you know, giving Ryan Johnson the keys was, like, you know, he created Star Wars. That didn't happen. Last year, <laughs> I was, it was not much worse than Force Awakens. Some people yeah, thought it was better. But, you know, some people will say, like, oh, giving Ryan Johnson the keys to Star Wars was the worst decision Disney ever made. Yeah. Um, but at the, same, at the same time, you can also have a situation where you'll get, you know, like, I, I mean, think about going from Joss Whedon, who did, you know, two fine Avengers movies, did one great one, one decent one, and they decided to move to the Russo brothers, who do an incredible third Avengers movie. Right. Uh, Joe Johnston did a great Captain America Winter Soldier. I'm not a great Captain America First Avenger movie. Right. Nobody even knows who that clown. That was a clown. Nobody knows who that guy is. <laughs> that can <laughs> yeah, I can't call him a clown. He's not a clown. Great director. <laughs> going right. But point being, we only talk about the Russo brothers. And when we when, when we talk about Captain America's legacy, that's not really fair to Joe Johnston. But Marvel made the switch. They felt like two guys who came out of nowhere could take. Uh, the Captain America character to another level, and I mean they they did that. Uh, so I don't know. Like, I I mean I agree. The safe move would certainly be to keep James Wan as director. If but if they were if something if they were to hit a snag for whatever reason and they decided to move in another direction, I would caution people to not panic. That it yeah. could be it could be for the better. Like if this were Wonder Woman, I would say panic. Because I'd be like, there's no, <laughs> I can't imagine there'd be somebody else that could do a better one, Wonder Woman than what Patty Jenkins did. Same with Black Panther. Uh, I'm not sure if Aquaman is on that was on that level, but yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Like, like for example, if they said, oh, instead of uh, Juan, we got the Russo brothers to direct Aquaman too, I'd be like, I'm I'd not mad. Just a designer, I'd be like, I'm right? not mad. <laughs> so yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Um, but you know, Aquaman two. Uh, either way, I'm I'm super excited for Aquaman two. Super excited for Aquaman two. Um, I think, and I, and honestly, I think the hype is not as big as Wonder Woman two or Black Panther two. Well, uh, eh, I don't know. Well, it's definitely not Black Panther two hype. But Wonder Woman two. I mean, Aquaman did so well. It's so well. Yeah, and I think Aquaman and Wonder Woman are the, Wonder Woman. Yeah, Aquaman and Wonder Woman are the two top tier in terms of dc so i'd say the sequels for those are are yeah i think wonder Woman is probably still high but i think aquaman 2 is still up there in terms of the anticipation level um uh so yeah we'll be keeping an eye out for that as well um but this is a topic i wanted to talk with kennel about um so you know everyone's looking at the super bowl to see when we're going to get that avengers trailer um you know people are saying when is it going to come out you know and we now have confirmation that there there are going to be Disney spots during the Super Bowl. Um, now, it's very vague in the confirmation. It just says Walt Disney will have several uh, the TV spots shown during the Super Bowl. There's nothing, there's nothing uh, concrete uh, in regards to what those spots are. Um, do you think one of those spots will be... Relating to Avengers Four, um, my guess is or, or 
what do you think the chances are if you have to give a percentage? Right. Uh, I, I think it's more likely that we get something Star Wars related than mm-hmm. Avengers related. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't knock out the possibility we get uh, a TV spot for Avengers Endgame. It, I, my thing is just like if you, if you are going to do an Avengers Endgame Super Bowl trailer, like what's the goal? Um, like what do you? Because I, I mean, I can't imagine they're going to release a full trailer. I mean, they could release, they could do the whole. We're going to have a TV spot and then release a trailer online. You know, studios. I feel like studios have done that before. Uh, I want to say Marvel's done that before, where they they, they show like a fifteen second, and then it'll be like mm-hmm. you can watch the full trailer online. But um, they can do that. Uh, but if you're not going to do that, if you plan to just have a normal release, I I feel like it would behoove them to uh, to if you're going to have to show a normal TV spot, it would just behoove them to wait. My my, I don't know if you accomplish much by showing uh, 15 seconds of you know the Avengers in desperation and Thanos having won. But I don't know. Uh, like I feel like you can gain a lot more with Star Wars. If you show like if you unveil the title or something during the Super Bowl, people could with a teaser. I feel like people would lose their minds. But uh, they, I, if if they do take the strategy I mentioned uh, earlier though about having a teaser for a trailer or having a, te- a TV spot and a trailer release at the same time, um, I that could be effective, and that's something that it makes more it makes sense in the in considering that the movie's coming out soon and they want to really capitalize on the box office. Uh, it makes sense to show it during the Super Bowl, but we also know that Disney has shown a propensity to, you know, kind of only scratch their own backs when it comes to trailers and <laughs> ratings. You know, they, they tend to try and uh, do their stuff on their own networks, on their own properties. So, I don't know, we'll see. You know, typically I would expect Jimmy Kimmel or Good Morning America, or Monday Night Football to get that kind of scoop, but the Super Bowl kind of supersedes all those things. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that it is... Um, I'd say if I had to give a percent, a percentage, I'd give it like a 20%. I think I definitely think it's possible that, that we get something relating to Avengers 4 on uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Now... Um, you know, I think you're right. I think the networking, the fact that it's not, you know, ABC uh, or Monday Night Football. Now, I think there's also the possibility that they get show a little teaser and then they're like, oh, watch um, uh, the rest of it will be shown on uh, either the rest of it's online. Watch online now or watch Good Morning America uh, if you want to see the rest or something like that. I don't know. Um but I know they tend to do those types of things as well. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I think I think there's a chance. I definitely think there's a chance that we see it. I mean, the movie is coming out and it comes out late April. It's very soon to be February. Um, uh, it, well, by the time Super Bowl Sunday comes around, it will be February. So it'll be basically be two months away from the movie coming out. Um. And it'll be like, okay, so when are we going to get the next trailer? Because all we have is a teaser. All we have right. is a teaser 
that the, in reality does not show us that much, really. Um, you know, a good portion of it is Tony in space. So it's, I mean, look, the guy showed, the guy showed at some point. The guy showed at some point. So, I mean, I'll be looking online to hear what people are saying, to see if anyone's saying if we're going to be getting a trailer, if we're not going to be getting a trailer. I'll be keeping tabs on Daniel RPK's Twitter <laughs> uh, to see what the scoop is. Because I want to, because I look, man, I think we're getting something. If it's not Avengers, then it, it'll be Star Wars. I think we're going to get something um, uh, during the Super Bowl. Um, but this is an Imperial broadcast, so I'm not going to go too deep into the Star Wars thing. But um, I think there is definitely a good chance we'll be getting that as well during the Super Bowl. Yeah, because uh, yeah, we won't, again, you don't want to get too much into the Star Wars thing, but you just think logically. We haven't, like last year we got the, or two years ago, I guess it was, we got the title for uh, episode eight, um, like in January of 2017. And late January 2017, we're almost done with January. We still haven't gotten the title for episode nine. I, they're not going to wait till celebration in April to do that star wars mm. celebration in april so you would think that they're gonna if they're gonna do it what better time than the super bowl why wait why why wait these couple weeks when they could have released at any point over the last two weeks unless they plan on doing it during the super bowl which would be uh a mega mega announcement yeah i feel do. like that's a prime event to generate a, a lot of buzz and excitement especially for a property that's really like you know Kind of, not saying it's not in the toilet, but <laughs> kind of, uh, yeah, you know, the toilet kind of earn some goodwill. <laughs> and I've been, I've been harsh on this show called John Joe Johnson a clown, and you know, I'm saying Star Wars in the toilet, but um, yeah, no, um, for a property though that really could use a boost, uh, what better time to earn some goodwill than to um, veil your trailer when the most eyes are in the country are watching? Yep, yep, agreed. Um. All right, so uh, so that'll do it for for our news segment. Um, so we have some some cool stories there, but now we're gonna move on to our show reviews. Uh, so the first show we're gonna be reviewing is Arrow. Um, so Arrow's back from hiatus finally. This hiatus felt particularly long, even though it wasn't that long. Um, yeah, I was surprised when I was like, it's only been one episode. Wow. Yeah, so it's it's felt it felt pretty long this hiatus, but. Um, so it's just, uh, for Arrow this week, it's just, um, the, the title of the episode is, uh, um, was it? My name is Emiko Queen, I believe is yes. the title. Um, so we got a lot of Emiko Queen. We got a lot of her, her story, what the situation is with her, her wild dog, um, you know, Arrow working with the, with, um, with the, uh, uh, SCPD. You know, uh, we got a little bit of some flash forward stuff with um, with um, Wild Dog now being the mayor of the Glades, and then yeah, being against fun. like Star City. Yeah, they they like seceded from Star City. Yeah, which is like crazy. This is they're doing this crazy stuff in Arrow right now. Um, so I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling Arrow right now. I'm digging it. You know, I'm looking forward to the next one. They tease the next one that, um, or and they showed in the at the end of that episode that. Oliver is going to confront um, Emiko Queen, you know. Yep. Um, and they kind of, you know, 
uh, you know, uh, I'm glad they didn't really drag their feet in in explaining the whole Robert Queen and him having being with this other woman. I'm glad they just like, okay, this is what happened. This is how it happened. <laughs> you know, and now yeah. we now we know, and now it's just what is the result of that. So I'm very glad about that. Um, so yeah, this season of Arrow, this season of Arrow has been pretty good. You know, I didn't hate the, I didn't hate Oliver being in prison. I thought they did that fairly well. Um, you know, I thought he was in prison. I forgot for... that was this season, man. No, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> it moved yeah, on from that so quickly. Yeah, no. Um, I thought they did that fairly well. Um, you know, uh, I like that, that, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, 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 the, the, uh, geez, why am I forgetting his name? The guy that was a big bad in the season. Oh, Diaz? Yeah, Diaz. <laughs> I like that Diaz is still kind of a factor. Um, yeah, it seems uh, like he's gonna be part of the Suicide Squad, so. Yeah, yeah, it's basically, it seems like that's basically what they're doing, so, um, I'm surprised Diggle yeah, was the one to recommend something like that, but, hey, you know, whatever. Yeah, isn't Diggle, uh, Green Lantern? <laughs> Oh, well, that's funny. Um, but yeah, so I'm so I'm glad. So I'm I I think I like what they're doing with Arrow so far. I like Emiko Queen. You know, she's super stoic, super like, um, you know, just very kind of isolated, very similar to how Oliver was in the beginning. So I'm I I feel like it's gonna be kind of like Oliver looking in the mirror almost in a way. Um, right. So I like what they're doing here. I, I'm and I'm intrigued to see more. Yeah, um, you know, I think it's been cool. You know, at least I thought I think this past episode was I thought it was a good episode. Um, I definitely am intrigued with the flash forwards way more than I've been intrigued with the flashbacks over the last like three seasons. Yeah, um, I don't remember the last time they did a flashback that I was like really interested in. Um, <laughs> but uh, like, it, so it was an interesting twist adding that and like because you really truly don't know what's gonna happen like with the flashbacks like at the end of the day you kind of knew like all right so this is gonna it means to an end we know how this is gonna end oliver is gonna be alive the character that's not in the present day will probably end up dead now we're just gonna see how that happens that thing but now i mean it's, it's a total guess how this is gonna how things are gonna shake out um what I will say is that uh, I feel like with the Emiko Queen character, um, I'm getting a little tired of the whole, you know, some, you know, person from Oliver's past or Robert Queen's past has come out of nowhere and, you know, Oliver doing the whole, you know, Robert Queen is, is he's a terrible person and my parents are terrible <laughs> people. And I'm like, we, I feel like we've done this before, man. Right. You know, like, yeah. With the whole, we did this with uh, what's his name, Prometheus. Where it was like, oh, who's this guy? And it was, who some people thought it was, you know, Robert. Another, uh, some people thought it was Robert Queen. Some people thought it was Robert Queen's son. Uh, and then we just we found out it was uh, just a random random dude that Robert Queen killed and his son. And it was like, all right, whatever. And it was the same thing of like, oh my, my dad's not innocent. He's a bad person. What the? <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is the second time we've done this, where I was like, "All right, whatever." But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it 
I am interested to see how they interact. Uh, I, 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 I just think they could have done a better job making me invested in this new Green Arrow. I, I don't know if you could just slap the, the, the Queen last name behind her and all of a sudden I'm going to be like, oh, wow, you know, super invested in this character. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she's, yeah, I mean, she's got her own agenda with regards to getting revenge. Um, right. You know, I do for, want to see where that leads. Where, what's with this conspiracy? Yeah, with regards to getting revenge for her mother and stuff. So, um, like, who could be responsible for that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm intrigued. You know. Um, you know, I'm I'm glad. You know, I wasn't. I probably wasn't as annoyed as you, but I'm glad they didn't harp on the whole like. Wow, my father do this. It's like okay, all right, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. But now it seems like, you know, at least he has a sister that's alive now, so there's something more for him to focus on, you know. Right. So, you know, so I'm I'm excited. I'm I hope she's brought into the fold and all this stuff, and I'm sure something tragic is gonna happen because it's Arrow. But you know, hopefully she can be brought into the fold, and and we can see how how this story goes it'd be cool having two arrows going around at the same time i think that'd be fun i want to see how like who trained her you know i don't necessarily want flashbacks but i want to know how that happened you know um so i'm intrigued to find that out as well uh but all right so we had arrow we also had um supergirl um so supergirl we've got um, the Shimmers, this was an episode with basically a bunch of new random aliens, which I'm like, okay, all right, more random aliens, sure, all right, they're invisible, you know, uh, but this was in- interesting because um, General Haley had basically tortured Haley, this other guy, Colonel Tam or General Tam or whatever, um, yeah, and uh, and this Colonel McAllister, um uh, they had tortured these creatures um, and trained them to be soldiers, but then they turned around and started killing um, uh, soldiers. And then they basically targeted the Callister. They basically targeted the Callister, Tam, and uh, and uh, Haley uh, herself. Which Haley's on a mission to find out wh- who Supergirl is. She eventually finds out who Supergirl is. They bring in John to Mindwiper. And then yeah. they, and then they have John mind wipe everyone in the, in the DEO who knows who Haley is or who knows who Supergirl is. Uh, and then he, he, they have John mind wipe um, uh, uh, Alex. Alex, which um, I don't know. I, I thought that seemed excessive. It did seem excessive, and I was kind of like, and it, it looks like they're gonna bring this up in the next episode. But I was like, wait, but how how are they gonna do that? Alex, you know, that's, like, her relationship with her sister is that my sister's an alien. And, like, she right. knew that. Her parents didn't hide that from her. <laughs> right. You know, that's that'd be, like, wiping, like, taking, like, the Kents and then wiping the fact that Superman's an alien. And it's like, how do you wipe that? Right. That's that's their relationship with That's her. why I got the sense that, like, they're wiping her any memory that she has of Carl. Yeah, which... Yeah, which and then I was like, yeah, and then I was like, but they can't be doing that because she said, "Oh, I'm still gonna know you as my sister." And I'm like, how? So, so what? So, how is she gonna believe that? I guess he's. Uh, I guess my thing is like he's gonna alter her memories 
to where okay. like she'll know that that's her sister, but she won't know that she's an alien. Okay, yeah, yeah. And she won't know, and maybe she will know she's an alien. I don't know, but she won't know that she's. Yeah, Supergirl. she won't know she's Supergirl. Maybe she'd be like, "Oh yeah, she's an alien," but maybe she just won't know she's Supergirl. And that would be like, you know, kind of bumbling to not realize that your alien sister was also blonde. Yeah, Supergirl. And but, fly and, and super you know, strength and all this other stuff. So comes from Superman's family and stuff. But yeah, uh, so so I don't know. Yeah, it's confusing. I'm sure that'll get explained maybe more. We'll figure out what the deal is. But I, for me, I just didn't get the whole. I have to mind wipe myself. I, I feel like there were there were so many other ways they probably could have handled that that were way less drastic. Uh, that was the simplest way to do it, just mind wiper. But I mean, really. Is that really what you want to do? I mean, she's like, I got to stay. I got you said it yourself. I have to be with the DEO. I was like, well, yeah, but like that was with you, like knowing who I am and knowing like, right. you know, fighting the good fight. But if you're, if you don't, if you don't, if, if we can't communicate and now you're not really as, nearly as uh, important of a piece in this puzzle. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, so that kind of messes that, that whole thing up. Um, I mean, I feel like, couldn't they have just, like, done something, fudged something to where Haley loses her job? I mean, I feel like that happens in television all the time. Like, I don't know. It just seemed... Or if any, look, I mean, if Haley was, like, that big of a threat, I mean, it's it's dark, but, like, you could have done... You could have kept her captive if you really needed to. Until she, like, was gonna... Or, you know, done something... You could have mind wiped her to the point where she couldn't do the job anymore. If, if, if like if you really if it was like that big, but I don't think that they needed to take the the measure of we're gonna I'm gonna mind wipe myself so that I don't remember Kara being Supergirl anymore. That seemed extreme. Yeah, I mean they couldn't keep her captive just because, and I don't think John would would have like consented with that. You know? That's true. I mean, not keep, not kept her captive like you know, but like. I don't know. Done something to where like she uh, she just wasn't capable. Of, I don't know. Or like they just quit. And that's what she said. But she thought, no, I have to do the job. Like not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I go, mean, go I... work with uh, go 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 in another universe and work with somebody else. Or I don't know. Just it, the whole mind. Like and it's a simpler strategy, but it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was yeah, that that felt really drastic to me too. I feel like I don't know what they could have done, but I feel like they could have done something else. You know. Um because I say me too, I was like and I'm thinking like if I were in that position I'd be like, Well, I mean they're quitting or you know, I'm finding some other solution, <laughs> you know, like the, like I wouldn't be like, Oh, I got mind wiping. It's like who might wants to be like no one ever wants to be mind wiped, you know. Yeah. And to be mind wiped for some, but of someone of a big, such a big part of someone that you're related to, and that you're so close to, that doesn't make any sense, you know. Um, for her job, you know, quote unquote, which I'm like, she can do something else. What she can't work in some other department, she can't work for a different department that does something else, you know. Why she have to work at the DEO? Yeah. So I don't know. I so I have not, you know, I I don't necessarily <laughs> completely agree with how they're going about this. Um though I also think that one solution could be an easy solution, could not be an easy solution. I don't know. Uh, but one solution they could have had is okay, I'll mind wipe out will mind wipe Alex 
She won't know who Supergirl is. Um, you know, Haley does her investigation into Alex. Once that's done, Kara's like, hey, by, uh, by the way, has Haley investigated you? Yeah. All right, Alex, I'm Supergirl. <laughs> all right. You know, and then, oh, uh, you're Supergirl, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then blah, blah, blah. She knows. And then it's back to normal, you know. Well, maybe and not. Can John restore memories? I, I mean, that's another thing. Yeah, that's, well, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's part of the power, but that would also be a very simple, all right, you know, we'll do it now, and then eventually we'll restore your memory. Yeah, or something like that. Um, So I don't know. So I think that's another solution, but that's probably honestly going to happen, but, you know, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, Also, I don't know where Brainy came with the whole, there's a 100% likelihood that she'll find out that you're shooting (laughs) I was like, really? Based off of what? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, they just threw that. They just threw that in there just to make it like we have to mind wipe. One hundred percent. Brainiac of all people couldn't figure out a way in which they could not make her find out that she's super real out wiping. <laughs> the most drastic process that I don't know. Man. It just seemed like a la- it just seemed like lazy writing. <laughs> to create drama to, for no reason. Create a, a storyline for no reason. <laughs> it's like nobody wants to see this storyline. Like, yeah, oh, I don't know who Supergirl is. Yeah, like, I don't want. That's to see like this. The, the one of the best parts of the show is that they have a great relationship and great chemistry. Now they're going to be like at odds. Yeah, I don't want to see the storyline. I mean, I'm my hope is that this lasts only like one or two episodes. Yeah, I mean, it seems it seems like they're going to make this an issue in the next episode, which makes me think that it's going to be resolved in the next episode, which is good. Yeah, I hope you're right, man. Yeah, I mean that's what that's how it seems because they can't they can't have her not know who Supergirl is for the whole season. They can't have that. I feel like this was gonna happen. I feel like she's not gonna realize it until like the last episode. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if they could do that, man. I don't know if they're gonna do that. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, or maybe she'll reveal herself as Supergirl, but she won't have those memories. So maybe it'll be. Which would also like, be like really like you, we really did all this for General Haley. <laughs> like of all the villains, like this is like Luthor. Like my goodness. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's because for the DEO, I'm gonna wipe my, <laughs> all memories of my my childhood in my young adult life. Yeah, that's whack. Especially for, for Haley, it's like, come on, man, Haley. Especially when she when she started talking all that stuff, she's like, no, you have to listen to everything I say. But especially when she when when the, no. Actually, it started when that girl was like, I'm sorry, Director Danvers. And she's like, I was like, yo, you, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. Why would they do this? I was I was upset then. But I was like, yeah. I was like, what and with, I, yo, yo, and Haley was, that's why I have no sympathy for Haley. When she was talking crazy about like, yeah, now you're working for the, yeah, you're working for the government. You dare try to do anything. Let's see what happens when I put your name out there. And I'm like, geez, why they gotta make her so evil? <laughs> Like so, that's why I was like, "All right, yeah." I mean, I mean, you can't keep her captive, but I mean, like, I feel like they could have done more. They could have done more to keep her in line. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, this episode was okay, but you know, that whole mind wipe thing. I didn't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um. You know, I'm glad what's the name? Lena and Jamie made up. And I'm glad that um uh it seems like um uh uh the girl dreamer girl's gonna be dreamer. 
um, is going to uh, Leonel. yeah, Leonel. Neonol. Or Neonol. Yeah, I'm glad that she's kind of like Brainy at least introduced the idea of her being a hero. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's to look forward to as well. Uh but alright. So I, I think that'll do it for this episode of the Hero Talk podcast. Um you know, it was just me and Kenoso not quite as long as our usual podcast, but um next week we will have EJ back. There'll be um, it's also Super Bowl weekend, um, so we'll see when it may come out either earlier or maybe a little later than normal. But we'll figure that out. Um, but of course, thank you all for listening. Um, you can follow us at all our social medias. Search New Generation with an N U, and you can find us. <laughs> I don't know all our handles. Search us on Twitter. Search us on YouTube. Search us on Instagram. Search us on iTunes. Find me on Snapchat and Instagram at mcchan22. Um, that'll do it for this podcast. I'm your host, Shamar. Join my kennel. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.